for doing that. Do know your face once a week. And we will. I have touching myself as we speak. Say it again, Nick. Said I'm touching myself as we speak. I know that's your touching yourself face. I recognise that anywhere. Yes, it is. <laughs> We're recording, and what I've got is I've set teams so that the person that talks <coughs> should be in the big box. Oh, okay. Well, that's just mostly going to be me, surely. Oh. <laughs> yeah, probably. You like my it's, bastard. It's not putting me in the big box. Put me in the big box. Put me in the big box. <laughs> Never say that again to me. <laughs> okay, so it's not going to put me in the big box. Oh, Chris, when you're in the big, big box. box. I can't get in the big box. I want you in the big box, big man. <laughs> I'm always so small. I'm always so small. You know, you can get enlargements now. Yeah, there's all kinds of prosthetics out there. Oh, well, I'm just going to be small until we get something better. We might have to end up paying for one of those ones. I was looking at it and stay online and there's like Riverside and stuff, but like 20 quid a month, another bit of a skin thing, but actually... If it's something we enjoy doing, we might as well pump yeah. up for it if we think it's going to get better results. Cheers. Cheers. Nick, have you got beer? Jen, Jen, I've got a rum and coke. Lovely. <clears throat> so is it worth doing a recap about last week in case this ever does go on the internet? <laughs> i say that this is actually episode two, <laughs> but it is actually episode one. And actually, it, it reminds me of what we're talking about this week because Abbey Road... It's the last album, but it's actually the second to last album. So it's a bit like this episode where it's the first episode, but it's actually the second episode. Exactly. So you, you could watch. Yeah. You could watch yeah. the first episode. You could. You could not listen to it though. Could be good. <laughs> Which was really bad for the podcast. The podcast was really dull. <laughs> I just want to know: Are you wearing an Abbey Road T-shirt or a Let It Be T-shirt? No, just wearing a brown polo neck. So everybody last week would have missed the great unveiling of the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon t-shirt, which, yes. you know, I think was a pinnacle moment in our short-lived YouTube career. <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. Such is life. So this week, which which one are we going to discuss we're, first? We're so not, Abbey Road versus Revolver. Yeah, but we've not even introduced ourselves. We are the middle-aged indie kids. <laughs> we are the middle-aged indie kids. What? I'm not middle-aged. <laughs> I think out of all of us, Nick, you're the most middle-aged. You really are. That's true. <laughs> you, you're grumpy and you smoke. I mean, those are the key signs of being middle-aged. Oh, my God. Yeah. This beer is so tasty. Now, what type of beer did you get? I've just gone for Staro Pramen. Nothing exciting. I'm on the Italian stuff. Was it the uh, something? It's near the one, the money on the front. The beer guy Minetti. with the cap. Beer Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. It's I felt posh tonight. Good, solid choice. It is. I, I took the thought. So, what are you drinking, Nick? Rum and coke. Crack. What? Cracking. Cracking? What the hell's cracking? Is that a Scottish thing? No, it's a rum. All right. So, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the one with the little bottle with the handles at the top. It's one. Rum at, uh, what time is it? Half six. That's brave. <laughs> <laughs> I've had cold beer in the fridge. I've had warm beers. Fuck that for a laugh. <laughs> oh dear god superb wonderbog right so chris just remind me the way this has worked so in your list of the top 100 albums which one's free and which one's for oh that's such a good idea um i think they put well, well you need to be prepared in this and you know 
Googling shit as you speak. <laughs> Not wrong with Googling shit. That's basically how I've got my career. They've put Abbey Road as number three. <coughs> you see, well, I'm, my, my XL scoring agrees with that, so let's discuss. Well, your XL scoring is wrong. No, it's absolutely not. So which one are you discuss first? Are we discussing Abbey Road first? Abbey Road. The problem with Abbey Road is it's two albums in one. The second side is a, an album, just like OK Computer and Dark Side of the Moon, and it all fits okay. together as an album. And side one is just a bunch of random people putting their songs together in a random order, <laughs> and it just does your absolute head in. You see, the way I see it, the first half is like the singles. So you've got Come Together, you've got Octopus's Garden, you've got Here Comes the Sun, Because, you've got, you got the hits. Then you get to the second half. And for me, the last, well, I'm not sure about Her Majesty, but certainly Golden Summers, Carry That Way, The End, She Came Through the Back of the Window. I think that's the, the best ending to any album I've ever heard in my entire life. I just think the way those songs blend together, and I think it's a fitting goodbye for the Beatles. I think yeah. it does them justice. If they've released it after Let It Be, like they should have done it. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I know we're talking like, Chris, you're saying the first half of the album just sounds like a bunch of songs oh my together. God. I thought that about Revolver when I was listening to it. But like the first like six songs or something like that, it just felt like they'd just gone, I heard some random songs, boom. But maybe that's just me, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, it's just like, come together, then a ballad. Then is it Octopus's Garden next? Or no, Max with Silver Hammer, a kid's song, and then I love that one. It's not a kid's song. It's not murder. And then Oh <laughs> Darling, which is some nineteen fifties bebop thing, and then another blooming kids song, an octopus's garden, and then here comes the sun's love. It's just all over the shop. And then I want you, she's so heavy. It's like heavy rock, and it's at least four minutes too long. <laughs> <laughs> just goes on and on and on. But you know something. But is that not- as individual Is that not the problem songs? with the Beatles albums, though? Because they're always wrote by three different people. Yeah. So you're never going to get that, like, cohesive, yeah. okay computer, everything sounds the same, but it's amazing. You're always going to get this eclectic mix of different songs. I think that's got... what made the White Album so good. It was like 30-odd songs, and they were all over the shop, and it was a jumble sale, and it was great. But when it's seven, eight songs, it's just a bit piss poor. <laughs> okay, going back to Abbey Road, what's the poor songs? Because I, I think you've got... I want you, she's so heavy. Just please edit it. Just you're banging on. You've got a little idea and you've stretched out for seven minutes. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That, I think I think that's the first bad, I wouldn't say bad song. What did I score? I scored it six out of ten. It just so, you know, it's, it's the Beatles. It's always going to be good, but it was, it just, yeah, it's not great, is it? Apart from that, Octopus's Garden and Maxwell Silver Hammer are kids' songs. Yeah, I never liked that Maxwell Silver no. Hammer. But some people love it, apparently. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stick up for Maxwell here. It's a song about a guy who goes around killing people with a hammer. How's that not cool? Yeah, lyrically, like, but musically, but no. Jesus Christ! No, I like it. Oh. I, I like I like that chorus. It sounds like a nursery rhyme, but it's sinister. That's what I like about yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, George Harrison's two songs are great. Which is his two songs? So you got something, because. something, and um, oh, I meant like the, at the start, something, and here comes the sun. Yeah, yeah they are. They are great, actually. Wow. Clap. Yeah. What did McCartney bring to it? Bloody Maxwell Silver Hammer and <laughs> Oh Darling, which it's sounds a like sausages, probably. It sounds like a Let It Be outtake. That's poor for him. That is. But then poor. he put Golden Slumbers at the end. You know, he wasn't sleeping through the entire thing. Yeah. That's his favorite Beatles song. 
good taste. That's why he married her. She, she claims it's too short. I says, listen to it twice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's always always the trick. <laughs> Songs can never be too short. So I know what you're saying about George George Harrison's best songs being on that, but I think that George Harrison's worst song is on on Revolver as well. So Love You Too. What, what's that yeah. about? Yeah. That's it's, uh, not good, is it? If we're moving on to and Revolver, it, just, it 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 ends on a really seedy note as well. Because I think the the last lyric of the song is "I will make love to you if you want me to." <laughs> just, just a bit weird, isn't it? I think the thing is, see on Revolver. Imagine if you took out "Love Me Too," "Love You Too," and "Yellow Submarine" and replaced them with "Paperback Writer in Rain." Oh my god, that that would be like an untoppable album. That'd be amazing. That that was that. Should have been on that album, and they should have just been those two songs, and it would have just it's, been insane. One of my favorite songs of all time is "For No One," and it's a beautiful ballad at Summer Revolver, and I just think it's the chorus is just amazing, and it's just so sad all the way through. I know you told me to listen to the uh, to this new super duper all singing all dancing mix yeah. of uh, Revolver. I didn't. I well, I did, but. What you said was great. I found disturbing. When I listen to Alan and Rigby, I don't want it coming into my face. Yeah. My brain's used to it being on the it's left. It's horrible. It cuts and you're like, oh. No, I like that. That's oh, why no. I used to it. So, yeah. And when I first got my Beatles records, because you probably remember this from when we were teenage, teenagers, remember I had that bloody awful record player that was orange and used to drop the records down that yeah. I inherited from my nan. And they got Well, that only yeah. had one speaker. All right. So it Everything came out the same speaker. So when I finally got a hi-fi system heard for the first time, it was coming out of literally just the left-hand speaker. I was thinking, this is weird. But now I've been, I've got used to it. It's 20 years later. I don't want to go back. Yeah. And fear change. That's fair enough. We're all old in fear change. Yes, absolutely. So going through my Abbey Road scores, I think this is a really good subject to discuss, actually, is which are the tens? Because on every... Every Ooh. Beatles album, there's songs that score us 10. So my 10s are something. Yeah. Maxwell Silverhammer. Dick. Here Comes the Sun. Yes. Because. Yes. You Never Give Me Your Money. Yes. Golden Thunders. Yes. Carry That Weight. Yes. And the end. They're my yes. kicking it out of the park songs. Is there any that Sun I missed? You guys really think? nice, though. You know, I've come together as a 10. <sighs> no, I put that as an 8. I, yeah. I don't. Michael, Michael Jackson ruined that for me. <laughs> Uh, I don't really care for it. Was that it was playing in the background while he touched you? I've got to go and let Stephen. You guys speak about it amongst yourselves for 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like that's him going, yeah, he did. Yeah, pretty much. That's his avoidance, isn't it? He's just running away like he does. Touched by the hand of God. Or the hand of Michael Jackson, one of the two. Same thing, <laughs> some people would say. <laughs> well, I don't know a few people would think that, but, you know. But yeah, come together. I'm. Oh, I've never loved it. Cool drums. But for me, like here comes the sun. For me, is the best song of the album. Yeah, and everyone's Steve, everybody. I'm going to play with Steve for a few seconds so you can say hello. <laughs> Greetings. Hello. Hey. Welcome so to the party. Were you talking about my absence. Just that. Just how you together. were molested by Michael Jackson. Yeah, he ruined that song. It was that the start of Moonwalker, wasn't it? And he wore that awful yellow coat. That's all I remember. <laughs> Look, I, I don't want you to bring up your dirty memories of Michael Jackson. Just leave it there. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. So, yeah, come together. I scored eight. 
are you guys thinking it's a ten? No, I'm. I'm. I've never really. It's never been my favourite. Yeah. I can skip it, it on the greatest hits. I can skip it. I'm like skip. Yeah, it's, it's not the best song, but again, second track in something absolutely amazing. They should have started off with something and had come together as the second song. Oh, that would have just changed everything. Ooh. There's no way Lennon would let that happen, though, is there? No, probably not. Lesson. Does he not normally have the first song on every album? Uh, it's Taxman and Lennon's song, isn't it? No, that's Harrison. Is that Harrison? Yeah. Harrison, do Yeah. Are you sure? It's it's moaning. It's literally okay. moaning. It's literally George Harrison doing what he does best. Moan. I believe he had a, like a big tax bill before it arrived. And yeah. he just thought, fuck that. He found out they were taxed at 95%. He was like, are you joking? They're like, no. He's like, well, we better do something about this. So he wrote a song. <laughs> I guess it's a protest song then. Do you know the best thing about Revolver, though, is... Taxman and Andrew Bird can sing are literally the start of indie music. You think? Yeah. I was thinking of something similar, but it was for oh, what's which one is it? She said, she said. And that as well. It's it's like it's got that kind of trashy guitar line. I love yeah. it because it's got the vocal melody, and after the vocal melody, the guitar repeats it, doesn't it? Slightly behind it. So I I think that's something that was used massively in like the Britpop indie scene, and yeah. Cool Shaky used it loads as well. So, <laughs> but yeah. Bet you Actually, Cooler Shaker never thought they'd get mentioned on the best podcast in the world. Bet they didn't, no. <laughs> it certainly didn't. But after listening each album back to back, She Said, She Said to me was a surprise. Because I'd always kind of like had it down as this mediocre track. No, but it's... actually driving to work this morning with it turned up. It sounded immense. Drums I thought, yes, immense. I need to go back and listen to this. And actually, Dr. Robert was all right as well. Yeah, The drumming's so good in that album. It's just mm. so good. Do you think they got a different drummer? <laughs> Leave Ringo alone. I think he just—I think he just thought I'm going to experiment. I think he just thought I'm just going to start doing something different. Was or Revolver he, the first? Not, probably. <laughs> was Revolver the first album they did after they decided to stop touring? Oh, roughly, yeah. I think it was yeah, around that time, much, wasn't it? Did yeah. you yeah. tell? Yeah, no, yeah, they decided they weren't going to tour it. Was it Help than Revolver? Rubber Soul. Help Rubber Soul. Ah, help. And the, and so it might, have, it might have been just before Rubber Soul came out then, because I know there was a... Was it after Help when they said, that's it, we're no longer touring, we just no, do studio album? No, it's after Rubber Soul, because there's footage of them singing Nowhere Man and stuff live. Oh, there is, you're right, yeah. Yeah. So actually, that makes sense, because Revolver's a lot more experimental, so you yeah. can tell that you suddenly let loose from the constraints of, we have to do this live to, let's just do what the hell we want in the studio. And you can tell that, it stands out of my office. I mean, imagine trying to do tomorrow. Never knows live. <laughs> nightmare. I mean, it's just amazing, isn't it? It's just unbelievable. Yeah, it is absolutely. So, let, Nick, let's start with you. What's best, Abbey Road or Revolver, and why? <laughs> don't give a shit. <laughs> well, like, it's not the Holy Bible by the Manic, so I don't care. <laughs> I've never been a huge Beatles fan. Like I understand how important they are at music and stuff, but it's a lot of the stuff. They've got really good songs, but I've never, I've never had an album and listened to about it. Oh, that's amazing! I want to listen to it over and over. And over. <laughs> Matt's died. Matt's died. Matt's died. Phone nine nine nine. I just got attacked by my Bengal cat. 
He's here, little bastard. Look at him. That's amazing. Are <laughs> you <Hey>, little cat? <laughs> right, so what I'm going to have to do is go and put him in another room because that's just going to keep happening now. Give me two seconds. He's away again. So good. So, yeah. Um, between Revolver and Abbey Road, to me, there's not that much difference in the, the score-wise. I like... There's good songs on both albums that I really like. Shit songs on both albums. But, it's, it's, you know, both good albums. I just I don't have a favourite out of either or, to be honest. <laughs> You're just ambivalent to both of them. Ambival- ambivalent, is that the word? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, but I would be ambivalent rather than ambivalence. But <laughs> anyway, that's Mark. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really have a favourite out of either or. If you push me, I'd maybe say Revolver, but... Six and a half a dozen. It's definitely cooler. It's definitely the coolest yeah, of the two. It's cooler. It's the cool kids' answer. Yeah, we'll go with that. It's like if you're if you're just dipping your toes in the the dipping your toes in the river of the Beatles and you're at a party and someone says, "What's your favorite yeah. album?" If you don't know much about them, it could be Sgt. Pepper's. If you want to be <laughs> really, really, really cool, you say Revolver. But if you're old school like me, you say Abbey Road. <laughs> <laughs> Just those ending last three tracks, life changing. They are so good. No, you only like Abbey Road because it worked out in your Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> I know, I was, I was on the bench yesterday. But Excel is spoken. He had to do Excel to decide. I did. I so Revolver averaged at 7.7, and Abbey Road came out at 8, so it's like 0.3 in it. Here's an interesting question What's the worst song on, both al- on each album? Excluding the nursery rhymes? No, in- including. Let's go through the nursery Yellow well. Submarine, because it's one of the worst songs oh. of all time. It's just utter pish. It's worse than Love You Too. It is. It's pish. No. It I, is. I don't mind. I don't mind. Yes, it's, it's not worse than Love You Do. It is. Two. Did I say Love You Do? I'm like yeah. doing two songs at once. You prefer Yellow right. Submarine to Love You Too. So, in other news, uh, Hugo, the Bengals just escaped in a second. Steve's so coming back in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Worst that's podcast so ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Cats always get hits. People oh, yeah, like cats. Put cat in the title as well. Yeah, put cat in the title. <laughs> the, uh... So, Chris, that was your worst song, Yellow Submarine. What's yours, Nick? Yeah, Yellow Submarine. Yeah, yeah. it fucking sucks. It's everyone's worst song on that album. No, I'm going to go for my lowest score songs. So on Abbey Road, I have got Sun King at number four with four points out of ten. It's so beautiful. Their voices no, are just like, like butter. Maybe I don't like buttery voices. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of that. I just found it a bit cheesy. Uh, and on the Revolver album, what's my lowest score? Yeah, Actually, I've got two, two joints. Two joint losers. I've got Love You Too at number five. And I want to tell you also five points out of ten. So it's a bit boring. It's a bit ploddy. Mm. And I put Yellow Submarine at six, one above it. Shocking. <laughs> you should be ashamed of Shocking. yourself, Matt. Well, the, the way I see it, it's like Yellow Submarine's probably one of the most famous songs of all time. Yeah. <laughs> so how can I give it lower than those? So is the frog chord, isn't it? Something... Shit. No, it's got something special to it. It wouldn't have caught on. That's the lie. 
Uh, I'm sorry, but Wanna Be by the Spice Girls is a very well-known song. Doesn't make it any fucking good, though. <laughs> you know, the best part of Yellow Submarine is when Paul McCartney sings and the band begins to play, and then you actually hear a best band playing. That's genius, that is. That is really? literally musical theatre. It doesn't get better than that. Oh, God. <laughs> You're a fucking child, Matt. It's awful. It's just... I was happy with that part. I think that's where the uh, <laughs> inspiration for Sgt. Peppers came from. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, we haven't heard Chris's uh, opinion on the albums. Um, yeah. So Revolver, the so unlike last week's, Revolver is a good album, but it's not coherent at all. It's just a collection of really good songs, really top notch. They're being inventive. They're just loads of indie music, rock music, lovely ballads, and Yellow Submarine. And Abbey Road, second half, perfect. First half, random collection of songs. And if I Want You, She's Heavy wasn't on it, it would be a lot harder. But it's got I Want You, She's So Heavy, Octopus's Garden, and Maxwell Silver Hammer. So it's like so easy to say Revolver is the better album. You just literally named two of the best songs for all time. Maxwell <laughs> Silver Hammer and Octopus's Garden. What's your problem with this? Are you the wifey from 500 Days of Summer like? Oh, dear. <clears throat> Do you reckon, did Ringo actually write Octopus's Garden? Ringo wrote it and George helped him finish it off. So I nice. I heard a story once that there, there was, he, was meant, he was asked in an interview if he was ever writing a song and he said Octopus's Garden, then like five years later it came out. I'm not sure if that's true. It took him years <laughs> I, I to write it. Told me that. Yeah, five years. I may have just made that up. No, it As took, you get old, it makes it up. Yeah. Took ages yeah. and they were bored while the Let It Be film was happening, so George just helped him finish it off. So I think it's dead nice. Do you think George just got pissed off it? But fucking hell, Ringo, you're so bleached about that octopus garden song. <laughs> Let's just get it done. Stop whining yeah, on about it. I think so. Oh, dear. So Bless nice. him. Yeah. But you know pish. what? I've never listened to any solo Ringo Starr albums ever. I know there's a few out Does there. He, like, has anybody? Has Ringo? I think he goes and records it and goes, I'm never listening to that shit again, but I'll get a million pounds. <laughs> If the full of classes like Octopus's Garden, I'm maybe missing a trick. <laughs> if you like that piece of shit, then you might like his single work. <laughs> For me, I, I quite like the fact that I, f- I feel like the bookends aren't the Octopus's Garden, Yellow Submarine, both Ringo songs, both about being underwater. I think it's nice. Yeah. Bit of continuity there. Lovely. Mm, I could do yeah, that. Uh, why don't you just piss off and suck his cock and we can leave it? <laughs> I think he'd be a bit wrinkly these days. Mm. Uh, I'm still enjoy it. <laughs> he'd probably enjoy it more than I would, I'd imagine. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, yeah. so what's so? just so final scores on the doors, Nick doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Chris thinks Revolver's the birth of indie music, it which is. I kind of agree with some of it, and I prefer Abbey Road because mm. XL tells me to. <laughs> <laughs> Superb. Superb. So, what's next week, Christoph? You're not going to believe this. I'm... Is it Beatloff again? Give me more Pink Floyd. I'm going to fucking shoot you. Yeah, Pink Floyd is shit. <laughs> so, at number five, the fifth best album of all time is Kid A by Radiohead. What? <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it's not, it should be in the best top ten album, surely. <laughs> the fifth best album. Number six is Sgt. Peppers. 
I mean, do we even need to do this episode? <laughs> 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 no, it's probably pretty worthless, isn't it? I, I will, I will go back and revisit. And I've got lots of nice memories about today because, as I said last week, me and you, Chris, went yeah. to the Warrington gig, the the big top. When it came out, remember day. we were comparing it to OK Computer. It won't be yeah. compared to OK Computer now. It'll just be today. No, I'm still comparing it to OK. <laughs> Don't compare it. Just leave it on its own merits. It. You have to compare it to nah. Sergeant Pepper spreadsheet, boy. Right. Well, actually, I think Sergeant Pepper's got some dodgy songs on it, so we'll put it through the Excel machine, <laughs> give it a few listens, and see what happens. Superb. Anything could happen. Who knows? <laughs> Indeed. Have we been listening to anything good this week, new music-wise? There's nothing. Oh, actually, Damn. sorry, Matt, I meant to say you were talking about um, Walt Disco last week. Oh, yeah? I listened to the album. It's really fucking good, actually. I told you. It's like yeah. rock music meets disco music meets I thought, weird. <laughs> can I say, it sounded a little bit like You Spin Me Right Round by Dead or Alive. There's nothing wrong with that. Bit like modernized and chopped up. I was like, "This is doing." I'm trying. To, I'm sitting there trying to do Excel at work, and as things going on in my head, I'm like, "I can't." I'm like, "I just can't." I'm like, "Not right now, please." <laughs> it's just is this like, one to put on the playlist? It was just mad. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember which one to put on the playlist now. Was it uh, "Selfish Lover"? Yeah. Yeah. There's a time See, and place gonna... for it, and at your desk doing Excel is not the time or the place. <laughs> You see, we went to see uh, Nation of Language last week, as I think I mentioned it last week, and I was getting dead excited because those guys were supporting me when I'd seen them before. And I thought, because I went with my dad, my dad loves electronic music, so he, he actually got me into Nation of Language. Uh, and when I thought Walt Disco were coming, I was thinking my dad's going to hate him because it's just why I presumed everything that my dad hates about music. But I actually really liked him. He came across, he came at the end of it. It's like, well, did we really unusual? Didn't know what was going to happen next. It's like, well, yeah, it's part of the fun. That's I mean, last time I saw him, he was wearing a dress and he was quite sensibly dressed this time. So Excellent. maybe that made a difference. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but any new music we're listening to? Anything I should listen to? It's just nothing. It's just a drought, isn't it? Just nothing. Have you heard the new Kanye West song? I don't think it's new, actually. Uh, I can't tell you what it is, but there's like a mix-up and Kanye's on it. I'll send it to you guys after this. Have a listen to you. Do you not like Kanye? Wanger. He used to be alright, but he's he's gone all Jesus. Yeah, he's a bit of a weirdo, but I still think he's makes some some good music. For this week's playlist, which I'm going to send to you guys on Saturday to start adding stuff to, I'm going to put it as the first track, so you'll, you'll have to listen to it and let me know what you think. Yeah, I'll just delete it. <laughs> no, you can't do that. That's against the rules. You can't delete. Fair enough. Fair enough. Superb. Right, should we call it a day there then? And sure. like do it again next week. Yep. Mm-hmm. Superb. Love you guys. See you soon. See you later. Bye. Bye. Take care. Bye.